0: Life Track with Chuck Swindoll is a presentation of Insight for Living Canada. Back in 1957, I was a raw recruit in a Marine Corps boot camp. Even back then, that organization was looking for a few good men, so I decided to give it my best shot. <laughs> what a decision. I'm still a little amazed that I lived to tell the story. The strange world I walked into was full of bewildering shocking even unpredictable activities the schedule of course was busy and demanding it was one designed to turn undisciplined young civilians into determined fighting men an objective i heard repeated numerous times during those weeks of basic training time and again especially especially when our enthusiasm began to flag we were reminded that the difficulty of the training was imperative. Like it or not, we were soft, and in order for us to overcome the odds we were sure to face in battle, we had to be prepared. The rigors of warfare would blow us away unless our minds and our bodies were tough enough to withstand the demands made upon us. Looking back over those years, I realized that one of the reasons, no doubt the major reason, my buddies and I survived was this. We learned to respect our final voice of authority, namely, the drill instructor. You will understand how I mean it when I say that for those weeks in boot camp, he was God. Without question, we did precisely what he said to do without hesitation we went precisely where he pointed we jumped at his command we marched at his cadence we slept when he told us to go to bed no questions asked matter of fact we learned to distinguish his voice from the many others on the drill field hard as it may be for you to believe it we could follow our drill instructors in directions without difficulty on a field full of a dozen or more other d.i.s each one barking out commands and verbal orders. It took time, but within a matter of weeks, each company of young Marines knew the master's voice. When another shouted his instructions, we didn't move. We deliberately ignored it. But when ours gave the order, we moved instantly on command. It took weeks to develop that kind of discipline. But finally, after endless hours of constant and, I might add, painful repetition, it all began to fall into place. More than four decades have passed since those unforgettable days in that boot camp, but some of the lessons learned back then are still with me. Lessons like listening to the right voice, like ignoring the movements of the majority, and being disciplined enough to filter the essential from the incidental. The ramifications of this kind of discipline have been life-changing. They include, for example, committing myself to excellence while many others are comfortable with the mediocre, aiming high, though most seem to prefer the boredom of just getting by down low, and marching to the distinct beat of another drummer while surrounded by a cacophony of persuasive sounds pleading for me to join their ranks. So, uh, I'm sure it comes as no surprise to most of us that we act out precisely what we take in. In other words, we become what we think.
1: You're shaped by what you think about most often. If you think mostly about yourself, you're likely to become egotistical. If you dwell on others' wrongs, you'll become bitter. Imagine what would happen if you focused your thoughts on Jesus Christ. This is Steve Johnson of Insight for Living Canada. Listen to more of Chuck Swindoll's Lifetrack messages at lifetrack.ca Lifetrack, where life and truth meet.